Hey everybody, welcome to Sound Judgment, a show that debates the merits of one song over another to come out with the true result of what song is the best song. So, today, we'll get to that in a minute. My name is Sam Tonning, I'm one half of Sound Judgment, I'm a comedian, that's it, and I'm paired with Harris Anderson, comedian, musician. 604 Records recording artist, television superstar. That's not true. Actor. Sort of, yeah. Musical theater fan. I did it. I don't know. I'm not a fan anymore, really. Tall man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, Sam, you're not giving yourself credit because you were... Sam, and he never, Sam will never admit this, but he's actually a very fine musician, uh, a bassist of exceptional talent. Uh, very fine musician. Very well, knowledgeable. You're correct. I'll never admit that. No, fair enough. Welcome to Sound Judgment. As uh, my esteemed colleague Sam said, uh, we are going to be de- de- uh, discussing two songs and debating the merits of both. Uh, to do so, we have a moderator, a judge... Uh, who will be helping us to make a, a final judgment. He will be making the final judgment. He will be helping us. But uh, our guest uh, and uh, judge today is... Uh, it's uh, Mr. Ryan Schapp. Ryan, how you doing? I'm very delighted. I'm a big Nickelback fan, so this room really, really Yeah, we're here at 604 Records Studio and in, this, in the podcast room, which is sounded, surrounded by Nickelback and Dallas Smith Gold Records and... You know, all this great memorabilia, and it's like a, a temple to Canadian entertainment. Well, I I am a proud uh, Abbotsford native, which is where Chad laid yeah. roots, and he built a giant house, and then he made they sold even more records, so he basically built a giant house beside it and then connected it. That's and great. I and I remember where it was, and it was and you used to you could drive by it, but then there'd be a bunch of hot shots in town that'd be like, "Man, we ch- we egg Chad Kruger's house." I'm like, you can't. It's so gigantic and far away. You're not egging anything, and you're not Nicky Nicky Nine doing. Yeah. So I knew that these, <laughs> these guys talking shit down, you know, down in Abbotsford, full of it. So okay, Ryan. Not only do you know uh, where Chad Kroger lives, uh, you also have a podcast, Pucks on Net. Tell yep. us about it. Uh, we produce a hockey podcast here in Vancouver. Um, Hockey fans are generally pretty insufferable and terrible. Correct. So we try to have a little more fun with it, a little lighter side, a little more jovial, less uh, obsessive, less uh, cargo shorts with jersey combo look. <laughs> you are from Abbotsford. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, uh, you can go to pucksnet.ca for all your, all your nonsense. I like it. That's great. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the layout of the show, how it's going to work. Uh, Harris and I have each been randomly assigned a song, and we have to argue in its favor and against the opponent. Uh, there are four rounds. The first round is where we do our introduction and our opening arguments on our song. And next, we'll be cross-examining each other. Ryan, after that, you'll be asking us questions. Certainly. And at the end, we present our simple closing arguments, and uh, then you render judgment after telling us what you thought. Well, I think we can cut the, we can make this show the shortest one because I make I, all my opinions, all my They're judgments all are, ma- are based on who's taller. Ah, oh, fuck. So let's just let's cut this one up. Let's put yeah. it in the can. Let's and go let's, for lunch. Let's get some lunch. 
because Sam, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh man. <laughs> but just right. for the sake of, I don't know. We do we gotta, have, we do we have go, the space, right? Yeah, can we wonder, go through the we, motions? Should we do it anyway? We booked the space. All yeah. right, I'm gonna go against my sound judgment. <laughs> all right. I'm not happy with this, yeah. but I'm gonna. All right. I'm, I'm happy you sound exchanged your judgment. Sam, 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 why don't you tell us which songs we're debating today? Well, it's being assigned. I, Sam Tawning, Tawning, am arguing for. IFLY by Bazzy. <laughs> and I am up against you, Harris Anderson, who is. Wanda Jackson's version of Shaken All Over. All right, tell us about the song. Okay, so I made a, I made a mistake. It's <laughs> <laughs> always a good way to start. Uh, I did choose this song for the list, but it was randomly assigned to me, so I wouldn't necessarily be defending it. But I actually thought this was by wanda jackson people who don't know who wanda jackson is she's often referred to as the queen of rockabilly she's been around for ages since the 50s she's she's kind of like a female rock legend and uh this is her cover of a song that was originally done by johnny kidd and the pirates it's a fairly famous rock and roll song it's been recorded by bands like the who and uh the guess who and uh all the who bands yeah all the all the who based bands so I mistakenly thought she wrote before it, but she didn't. This is actually the version. The song that we're going to hear is a, is her version of it from her her 2011 album, "The, the Party Ain't Over," which uh, which was produced by Jack White. Actually, Jack White is a big fan of hers, and that's actually where I first became aware of, of her doing it. Was uh, she this appearance? She appeared on Letterman and did the song with Jack White in the full mm-hmm. orchestra, and I thought, oh, that's actually a really cool song. I liked it. Yeah. So that's that's. Wow, yeah, there's actually a lot to say about that song, um, whereas mine, uh, IFLY, uh, which stands for I Fucking Love You, uh, by Bazzy, released in 2019 to widespread uh, critical acclaim. Oof, yeah, and, uh, you know, he's like 22 years old, so he has a long history of uh, musical uh, accomplishment. Ah, fuck, let's listen to the songs. All right, yeah, so we just listened to uh, Shaken All Over by Wanda Jackson off the album The Party Ain't Over, followed by IFLY by Bazzy and his album Soul Searching. Ryan, you are the judge and moderator. Yes. Why don't you get us started? What does that entail? Said who goes first. Well, (laughs) for those that didn't listen on the cutting room floor, um... Like, Sam has backed himself into a corner based on his outlandish comments, his song choice, and his bad back. Uh, He won't be able to punch his way out of the corner again. So, you know what? You can go first. Okay. Because if there's anything I know about you, you can talk yourself out of a jam. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I've seen him do it. You know that Simpsons episode where they're digging to find the, and it's like, you know, they'll dig our, we'll dig our way out. Yeah. This is the audio equivalent of Sam digging his way out of this. How long we got here? Uh, you said the time. I got up to five minutes. All right. Three, two, one, go. I-F-L-Y. Well, let's get this out of the way. I-F-L-Y stands for I fucking love you, which is about as uh, pure an expression of human emotion as possible. Let's be honest, right? And I think this is clearly expressed through the lyrics. And we're going to touch on some key ones right here. I'm touching you slowly. Love how you hold me. I was a player, and that was the old me. This is a changed man. And to be youth and changing. Oh, it's amazing. I must be lonely. I think that speaks to all of us at some point in our lives, right? I must be lonely and just truly heart-wrenching. And a little interpretation here, you know, he's talking about being in love with an intelligent 20-year-old and not some irrelevant bitch. 
and he fucking loves her, you know what I mean? It's crazy. You know, when I was 20, <laughs> I was in love with a cold-hearted woman named Logger, not some beautiful, smart woman named Alicia. Sorry, did you say Logger? Yeah, I was drinking a lot of beer. Uh, oh. Yeah. I'm so dumb, I thought you, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. I thought she was actually an actual woman named Logger. Yeah, yeah it's lucky. Uh, you know, okay, let's get this out of the way. His name's Bazzy. The logger you, that you were in yeah. love with? Whoa, is the judge interrupting me? I'm sorry, I, I got the ball. I started. That's okay. That's bad precedent, I said. Sorry, yeah, it I'm is. Taking... Well, I'm going to interrupt you now yes, on yours. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. going into injury time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> his name is Bazzi. I don't know. It's Clearly, he's Italian. If you look at a picture of him, he looks like a Roman senator. He's amazing. His hair is perfect. He wears a puka shell necklace for some reason. And it is, this song came out in 2019. Oh, God. He's got a unique voice. You know, it's part mumble, part alto, all English, but he's from Michigan. And I don't know about you, but I appreciate versatility in an artist. Okay, very cinematic work. This is music you want on in the background where you stare in the eyes of your partner, pondering your future together, and how you've got it all sorted out so early in your life. You know, you're in your 20s, and you've got it all figured out, no matter what your parents tell you. You know what I mean? All right, I'm going to close out talking about IFLY with this simple statement of fact. I don't want to speak with too much hyperbole, but I think IFLY would sit well amongst the very best of the Beatles. It's relatable to young people. It's very optimistic for the future. It's a simple and accessible tune, and most importantly, it runs under three minutes long. Now, let's contrast, well, like all the big Beatles hits. Harris, don't have this confused look on your fucking face. God damn it. <laughs> but really, why are we here to talk about a shitty Jack White tune? Shaken all over. I'll be honest, this song has me shaken all over with how shitty it is. It was made 2011. Now, I know, I thought we got past these whole throwback styles, right? But Jack White, whose very insistence on using a piece of shit guitar from the 60s, is evident in his guitar playing on this song, produced the record. He must have had a vision and a dream of a washed-up B-rate singer turning out a new version of a song she didn't even write. Wanda Jackson's voice. This is probably the worst part. It sounds like a fucking Neil Young guitar solo. It's so bad. <sighs> but all throughout the song, I'm reminded of two things. The White Stripes suck. And Johnny Kidd, the original songwriter and leader of Johnny Kidd and the Pirates, looked about 50 when he wrote the fucking song and wore a goddamn eye patch. He wore an eye patch, Harris. You mistook Wanda Jackson for a man who wears an eye patch. If that's not a mark against this song, I don't know what is. Also, what the fuck is a knee bone, a backbone, and a thigh bone? Learn some fucking anatomy. In closing, Bazzi's IFLY is not only a truer expression of human emotion, a more relatable song to youth and adults alike, but also sounds good. Wanda Jackson's version of Shaken All Over sounds like shit. Therefore, IFLY is a better song. I'm done. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, you were pissing and moaning about us interrupting you, and now you still have minutes left. I have a minute left? You, we're at, not even at four minutes. Well, no, to be fair, Ryan, I did interrupt him, and I started the ball rolling, and I, I apologize to Sam for that. Don't apologize. <laughs> well. he's, he's a grade-A asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Jesus Christ, I'm putting my hood up. Uh, all right. Thank you, Ryan. Whenever you're ready. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Bias judge. Bias judge. Because he knows you? <laughs> Shake it all over by Wanda Jackson. Um, 
as I mentioned, I chose this song, and in doing so, as I mentioned before, I made a mistake. I thought Wanda Jackson was the original artist of Shake It All Over, which of course is not so. She's been around a while, she's part of musical history, and I didn't do my research, so my bad. But happily, I truly think this is a kick-ass tune, and my favorite version of this song. I think it is a statement on how Wanda Jackson owns the song that I assumed she was the original artist, and she sounds like she's having a great time performing it. The opening horns have a marvelous, old-timey, welcome-to-the-show quality that lets you know you're in for a good time before the riff hits your geared up. And then the riff hits, which in my humble opinion is one of the immortal rock riffs, all credit to Mr. Kid, Eyepatch at all. <laughs> it's a jagged, tasty riff repeated over and over, and I can't get enough of it. Can we bring back guitar riffs, please? Can we do that? Now, Wanda Jackson is no spring chicken. Sam thinks old people should be placed on ice flows to die. I disagree with that. I think her voice fits the song perfectly. This is a lady who's been everywhere and done it all, and she can still summon the energy to belt out a rocker like this. It would have been easy to mail in a version of this song, but no one involved did. The horns punch like a prize fighter. The guitarals, the guitar, the guitarl. Good lord. Oh man. The guitar snarls like a stray dog and the band hurdles onward with Miss Jackson as its proud queen. There's all kind of cool touches. The vibrato effect on her voice, the ghastly back, ghostly background. I'm discrediting my own argument because yeah, I, I can't speak. I don't even need speak. to interrupt you for this. Yeah, I'm interrupting myself. <laughs> the ghostly background woos around a minute in. It is glorious rock and roll. This song is the perfect marriage of a timeless rock classic and a musical legend. It's a match made in heaven, and in heaven, no one gets called a bitch. Thank you. Oof. Wow. That's beautiful. What? That's beautiful? Well, it's 2019, and, you know, it's not, you know, we shouldn't be using gender-based insults, and you've been dropping the bees as insults all day, Mr. Tom. Are you serious? Bazzy isn't a swear word. He's a bitch. No, oh. he says, uh, he says the, the B word. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to say next? The P word or the X word? What's the X word? Well, yeah, act like you don't know. <laughs> what? Clitoris? No, sorry. That's, that's uh, something I don't know either. Um, it's up there somewhere. All right, Harris, that makes sense. Um, yeah, Ryan, at this point, traditionally, you would allow cross-examination. I like how there is a tradition already. <laughs> <laughs> or I, thought, I thought we weren't pretending this wasn't one of the very first no, ones. No, but I'll cut that out. That's just funny that it's like to use the word traditionally. We might keep that in, actually. Because, <laughs> you know, it's a long-standing legal tradition of song debate. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, you set us up for a cross-examination and choose who asks first. Well, once again, like I set up for the, the, the debates, yeah. you've boxed yourself into, like, seven different corners. You're yeah. in a hole. So, you know, you keep putting your foot in your mouth, mm-hmm. but... I would like you to go second. Then. Harris. Oh, Harris, you're yeah, up first. Yeah, so Harris, okay. I would like you because I think you need a rebound because I'm on your team here, pal. I um, didn't bring the fire. You what? You brought jack shit. <laughs> so I need you to. I need you, you know that's to, Jack White's other name. Listen, pal. Did you Ooh. pick me? Did you pick me to be on this episode because of you know you know of my standum? No, I thought you were gonna do the Kendrick Lamar one. <laughs> because like this is you got you I mixed up. up yeah. You mixed up. Yeah. Okay. Like I give I give Jack White and Third Man Records a lot of money every year. Yeah. So well, I give Nickelback and Six O Four Records lots of money every year. Well, yeah. <laughs> what you're bringing to the table, you gotta be paying <laughs> them good money. So, whenever Sam, you're ready. Yeah. Sam, this song 
this this sounds like a text conversation between a skateboarder and his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that kid that his girlfriend like talked him into committing suicide a couple years back? <laughs> yes. This is kind of what it sounds like. It's wow. to that. Okay. Set to like a faux Latin guitar riff. Now, objection, because uh, you're supposed to be asking me questions. Okay, well, I just wanted to comment. First. <laughs> so, see, Sam, this is a, I don't I don't know how you can defend this this song because uh, I know you you're a you're a sensitive man you're you're a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you. Do you if you want to impress a lady do you talk about Air quote, other bitches? Air no, quote. I dismiss other bitches. I talk about how intelligent she is and beautiful she is and how all I want to do is lie down beside her. How intelligent your bitch is. Yes. Well, she's not a bitch. Not anymore. You're welcome. Exactly. Alicia is pretty great. And I'm in love with her. I fucking love her. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, okay. Did, so did, he wrote the lyrics to this song. Absolutely. He's the songwriter. What color crayon did he use? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming he used rose. Rose. Yeah, okay. because uh, his view on the world is very rose-tinted. See, yeah, I, I know this is hard for you because I know this isn't your favorite genre of music, and I will say you're playing devil's advocate fairly well. Actually, you know, upon reflection, I've listened to this song probably about a hundred times, and it really speaks to me. A hundred times? Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm an optimistic youth again, and that's pretty cool. Who do you think this song appeals to, besides people who think tuxedo t-shirts classify as formal wear? <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, talk about our judge that way. Um <laughs> I think this speaks to anyone with an interest in the matters of the heart. And that can be uh, young people, middle-aged people, all the way to grandparents. Uh, it's truly timeless. I don't really, I don't buy the authenticity of the, you know, the, the authenticity of where the guy's coming from. He says, you know, I'm a changed man. Yeah. He hasn't changed into a man yet. He's <laughs> so young, you know. Uh-huh. I, I just don't buy that. This is strange coming from you, a man who appreciates that 18-year-olds can go to war. Hey, now. What, what are you talking yeah. about? This guy could be a soldier, and you're not calling him a man? Are you, wh- That's pretty inappropriate. He comes from Michigan, a strong, union-oriented, blue-collar state in the United States that has supplied millions of soldiers for multiple world wars, and you're calling this person not a man? I was, Disgusting. Jack White also comes from Michigan. Amazing. Yes, it's true. He's a piece of shit. Nothing to do with him being a man or not. I don't. How many times did you say? I guess what I'm saying in this song. I would say roughly twelve, fifteen times. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more so than that. He really has to think hard about collecting himself. He's like, I guess what I'm saying. I guess huh. what I'm saying. He's trying to think, and then I fucking love you is what he comes yeah. up with. <laughs> yeah, Harris, it's interesting you say that uh, as a musician with an actual uh, label release uh, displaying your music. You don't know what a chorus is. <laughs> I know what a chorus is. I'm just making a joke about the fact that. You expect something. I guess what I'm saying is... Yeah? What are you saying, he, Harris? And then, and then he comes out with something that like a mumbly 14-year-old would probably say. Speaks to me. Before he runs the hose into his driver's window. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. Okay. Don't... All right, so Harris... <laughs> I, don't know for, I don't know for legal reasons if we're going to actually be allowed to leave that in or not. Why not? He's not killing himself. We're going to leave that part in where you're questioning the legality of this statement. Okay, Harris, you mentioned kind of disdain at his use of, I guess what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying, right? You don't get it. What are you saying? Your argument is based off of how great an old woman is. That's pretty much what you just said, is uh, 
Wanda Jackson owns the song. It's the perfect marriage of a timeless rock classic and a musical legend. I'll be honest with you. Before I heard this song not two weeks ago, I'd never heard of Wanda Jackson. And I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Can we just mention as an aside that you just watched Beetlejuice for the first time last night? Correct. What the hell's wrong? <laughs> okay. Uh, and why would Wanda Jackson be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Because she you is. Know what he said about, you, know what he said, you know what he said about Beetlejuice? What? He wanted more office work. <laughs> Oh. oh man, you said this is one of the immortal rock riffs. So you put "Shaken All Over," written by Johnny Kidd and the Pirates, yeah. right up there with "Satisfaction." Oh, it's an iconic guitar riff. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you How haven't heard? I it never heard of this song because you well, have a narrow. Well, I think maybe it's been lo- it hasn't it hasn't it's been lost to the sands of time as opposed to something like "Satisfaction." Everyone knows "Satisfaction." Yeah, it's been lost. Fort- Sorry, what can you just repeat? It's been lost to the what of time? Kind of lost to the sands of time. Okay, so Harris, you just said that this song may have been lost to the sands of time. The riff, which mean- contradicts your earlier statement that this is one of the immortal rock riffs. Now, I don't know about you. I'm going to ask you a question: Are things that are immortal ever dead? It's not dead. What I I, sh- I chose my word. I, I chose my words poorly. Thank what you. I you answered my said, question. What I, Next question. You say that this guitar snarls like a stray dog. Now it's strange coming from an animal lover that you would appreciate a stray animal. Wouldn't you rather have one that is appropriately cared for and loved and tended to by its owners? Those don't snarl. Wow. You want an abused animal? Disgusting and reprehensible. I rest my cross examination on that. Well, uh, Ryan, it's time for you to ask us questions. Well, just because it's a, want to. a stray dog doesn't mean that it's been abused. There are a lot of, like, uh, last time I checked, Littlest Hobo was a stray dog. So you appreciate homeless people? Absolutely, especially Same in this neighborhood. Here. Yeah, yeah. I, tell you, I love homeless packs people. Packs of stray dogs in Russia, and they own those towns. Yeah. Okay. And then a bunch of Olympians, they wow. took them back. Are yeah. you talking about how the American election was rigged? By a bunch of stray dogs. Yeah, Everybody knows that. Yeah. Stray dogs are responding. <laughs> Donald Trump's in the White House because of stray dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've hit all I wanted to on that. Okay. Ryan, do you wish to cross-examine one Either or both of us? of us? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to cross-examine uh, no. Sam yeah. on the subject of the guitar riff. Okay. And... You bring up about well, if it's not satisfaction, if it's not a household name, then it's a piece of it's a piece of garbage riff. Some of the most influential pieces of music are rather unknown to the uh, untrained, uneducated ear, such as yourself. Thank you. Um, <laughs> if you go back to "It Might Get Loud," a documentary featuring Jimmy Page, Jack White, and The Edge, is that the one where they sit around in a warehouse with their amps and guitars and masturbate in front of each other? Yep. Okay. Okay, yeah. that was a DVD scene. Yeah, that if was you'll an extra. watch, you obviously know so much about music that you know obviously about the, the song "The Rumble." No, of course, you don't know Link Ray's Rumble. Limp Biscuits Rumble. Link Ray. Who the fuck is Link Ray? Who the fuck is the guy with the eye patch that wrote this shitty song that I don't know? Did about? you know Johnny Kid? Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Point is in the in that movie. Jimmy Page is in his cavernous music library with all his records, and he's done every fucking thing in the world. And then all he, all it takes for him to get inspired at the, the song that made him want to become arguably 
the second most influential guitar player of all time, Very next to Jack arguable. White. Yeah. Oh, um, God, he puts on a 45 and he puts on the rumble, and his face because beams with glee like a child. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's an unknown song, relatively by an unknown guy, that fucking spawned all of that creative genius, and then everybody that came up with. It was inspired by Jimmy Page and Led Zeppelin. You don't roll your eyes at me. There's no. I know there's no Michael McDonald here, so you're gonna get really <laughs> bored. There's no yacht rock here. This is gnarly, simplistic garage rock yeah. at its core and at its roots. One one eight eight seven seven five five one one eight eight seven seven five five. That's it, right? What about phone numbers? Yeah, I thought that. I thought you were listening to a a helpline or something. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's the number you're going to need to call because your ass is grass, baby, and Harris is a lawnmower, Jack. So you haven't asked me any fucking questions. Your whole argument on that part was that you... How can a song, how can a guitar riff, how can any sort of argument based on that about its validity, about its impact, be based purely on how recognizable it is? Mm -hmm. This is an incredibly important and significant song in rock and roll history and again the amount of people that have covered it is ridiculous but because you didn't know it or the guy knew an eye patch that's bullshit and yeah maybe i don't have a question maybe i'm just sick of you <laughs> so okay great yeah yeah whatever whatever and so i suppose my final uh, another like harris you really brought the fire in the second half you came back and you pointed out the obvious that that song that is being defended by Mr. Tottinger is a piece of garbage. It reminds me of a guy doing an impression of of Justin Bieber in a his early YouTube days. It reminds me of a guy performing, doing a bad Eddie Vedder impression. Oh, wow, that's Harris at, when he sings. At um, you know when you go to like a an Irish bar and there's the guy with the acoustic <laughs> guitar, yeah, and he's doing um. And he's yeah singing singing Pearl Jam or singing some Irish bullshit. And yeah. he's got that. He's singing not loudly. He's not projecting, but he's pretending to. That's what that guy. I don't even know the guy's name from Michigan. Sounds like not Jack White, but the other one. Bazzy. Well, yeah. I, I gotta you, since you haven't asked either of us questions during this period where you ask us questions, I am gonna respond to the statement. Okay. You just said that uh, Bazzy sounds like every Irish bar acoustic guitar player. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Far more relevant than some washed up fucking shitty musician who Bazzy <laughs> no <laughs> Bazzy is way better than Wanda Jackson so I gotta say it's really hard to uh, even listen to Shaken All Over and not want to leave the room to go shake somewhere else mm-hmm. uh, where oh sorry my backbone is that right is that where I'm gonna enough go about your back injuries we'll take you to the chiropractor <laughs> after this fine I, I honestly don't have a lot of questions because both of you hammered home on very good points. Okay. And so what is the next step on this? If Because honestly, I have... Yeah, I know a, you made up your mind before you even fucking showed up. Okay. Which, so but we just do closing arguments yeah. then. Okay. So I would like to hear your both of your respective closing arguments. I have a closing argument of my, or a closing comment. Yeah, and I would love right. to pick And the then one. you make the final statement. Okay. That be it, in the response to the beat resolve that IFLY by Bazzi is a better oh. song than Shaken All Over... I want a Jackson. That's either true or false. Yeah. This song is better. Who would you like to go first, Mr. Harris? I'd, I'd like for you to go again because you really brought the heat, and I'm really proud of you, and I really think we've got this in the bag. Thank you, sir. Whenever you're ready. Oh, I'm so excited. There are two opposing forces in our culture. They battle endlessly. One is the authentic. The other is the fake. Ryan, I ask you to spot the fake here. 
Sam has argued that Wanda Jackson is imperfect in her execution. Yes, God help me, she is. But life is imperfect. Rock and roll is imperfect. Imperfection is authentic. And this song is delivered by a lady who is nothing if not authentic. She is the real deal. Nothing about this bazzy fellow is real. He is a man who looks like a sales clerk at H&M who makes music that sounds like it plays at H&M. Make the right call here. This song makes me shake all over. What about you, Ryan? What about you? Ryan, I'm talking about IFLY. I fucking love you, Ryan. That's what it comes down to, you know? You hear that from somebody, I fucking love you. You feel it. You believe it. You own it. That lifts you up for the day, the week, the month, years ahead. And Harris, you're right. We are at a time and a place where there is a battle between the authentic and the fake. And I actually ask you, what is more fake than a song meant to sound 50 years old? On a guitar that's 50 years old, with modern recording technology and an old singer whose voice sucks. Bazzy is relevant. 2019, Summer Smash. I fucking love you. I want to hold you. I want to be with you. Is there anything more authentic than that true expression? I don't think so. I think that is true authenticity. It's not bullshitting. It's speaking from his heart. It's the simplicity in his language because that's what matters. Shaking all over. Go fuck yourself. The only reason you're shaking Wanda Jackson is your Parkinson's is acting up. But Bazzy is relevant. Bazzy matters. Let's never forget that. When we listen to this song, which will go down in history as one of the classics of American art, in 50 years, no one will be, have the balls to cover this because it's so raw and real that it can never be perfected upon. Whereas we're going to hear shaken all over time and time again by these assholes who want to make it sound like it was the original. And you know what? They actually managed to convince one of these assholes. Harris Anderson thought Wanda Jackson's 2011 version of shaken all over was the original from the early 60s. May have sounded like it, but you know what? To my ears, it sounded like shit. I fucking love you is the only choice for the better song. And if you think otherwise, you're a heartless asshole. I conclude. Done. Fellas, both excellent points. There are a lot of inaccuracies in Mr. Tonning's <laughs> comments about Jack White's equipment, his guitar, and his playing style. But that doesn't matter at this point. He merely produced and performed on it. Wanda Jackson even write the song. I don't even know why I'm talking like you, but you have really had an impact on me. Now, I thought I had my this my mind made up. As soon as I walked in, as soon as you started running your goddamn mouth, <laughs> you're looking at me, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at Sam. Harris did nothing wrong here. Harris is a is a golden boy. Yeah, but I got to say this. So yesterday there I was. I had to kill some time. I went into Hot Topic at the mall. Oh no. And I was in a hot topic, and I was and I was looking at shirts, and yeah. I wound up buying this here Misfits shirt. And this kid had to be not, not even nineteen years old. I work in there, comes up to me. First, he accosted me. They accosted me. Yeah, and you looked I, like a thief. Yeah, and they said, "Do you need any help?" And I said, "Mind your fucking business." <laughs> and then, secondly, I started talking about the old weathered T-shirts they had: AC/DC, Kiss, Motley Crue. Dear favorite, one of my some some of those are my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these are all great shirts, but I think I'm going to pick this Misfit shirt. And he's like, and they're like, I'm trying to pick my pronouns here. And they go, and they go, yeah, my my dad's always bugging me. He's all, I don't know anything about music, and I don't listen to any song without guitars in it. And this is a true statement. Yeah. 
and his their old man was saying that if it's not real instruments, it's not music. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, well, that's fucking bullshit. And then the guy said, I'm like, well, what kind of music do you think this dad was encouraging their child to listen to? And I'm like, it's going to be Steve Miller Band. It's yeah. going to be Blue Oyster Cult. It's going to be Dire Straits. And it was Motorhead. And I'm like, that dad's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But that dad was giving the age-old argument that if it doesn't have real music, it's not, or it doesn't have real instruments, it's not real music. Yeah. It's like the the boomers in the YouTube comments that when they see an old Led Zeppelin video, it's like, well, that's that's music, not a goddamn computer on the stage. At this point, am I supposed to pick my clear-cut winner, or am I? Yeah. Okay, good, because I'm getting there. <laughs> I realized that I didn't want to be like that goddamn boomer dad of a Hot Topic employee. I don't want to be the boomer. I don't want to identify with the boomer that's leaving these comments about what real music is. And I'm on a real big kick that boomers have ruined our city and our on our home, uh, our, our housing market, and boomers in general, they suck. So I'm on a real fuck the boomers kick. So here comes the swerve. I pick... Sam. Yes! Whoa! Yeah, the youth wins out, fucker. <laughs> Whoa! What a fake out. <laughs> Fuck the fake. boomers. Fuck off, boomer. Wow. That is ours. That is 2019 in a nutshell. You didn't even listen to our arguments. I love it. Oh, no, I listened to both. <laughs> Beautiful song. You, you're just an asshole. <laughs> but fuck the boomers. There we go, man. Wow. <laughs> it's resolved. Bazzy's IFLY is a better song than Shaken All Over by Wanda Jackson. I yield to my opponent. Handshake. Well done, handshake. Shake well hands done, with Sam. the judge, Ryan. Very good. Yeah, thanks very good. Ryan. Very good well, stuff. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Sound Judgment, where we debated the merits of IFLY by Bazzi against Wanda Jackson's Shaking All Over. A clear winner was had. Decision made by our judge, Ryan Schapp, who can be heard on Pucks on Net, PucksOnNet.ca, right? That's correct. Yeah, and the winner is Bazzi, IFLY. And you know what? For good reason. Harris Anderson, have a great day. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Good night.